With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Recorded live. Another day our Lord has made. If you are under the sound of my voice, if you can hear me, you are blessed. This is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad. This is the day my Lord has made. I will
I will rejoice. I will rejoice and be glad in it. And be glad in it.
The Lord bless you, children of God. We greet each of you once again in the mighty and the glorious name of Jesus Christ. I'm Apostle Robert Bryant, pastor of the Christian Center Church, Kinston, North Carolina, USA, and I'd like to welcome you all once again to another edition of Teaching the Word, where sound doctrine is brought to the ears of thousands of God's people all over the world. We thank God for each of you. We pray the Lord is blessing you very well wherever this broadcast is finding you. For those of you that have been worshiping with us, you know that we are working on our most recent topic entitled, Look at Yourself, Listen to Yourself. Look at yourself, listen to yourself. Very important things for you and I to do in order to... uh, maintain our Christian walk. Just as there is a Christian walk, there is a maintenance of it. Any good thing that exists, there is a maintenance. I don't care how nice your house is, how nice your car is, how nice your clothing are. If you don't take care of it, it's not going to uh, look as well as it should. It's not going to function as well as it should, and it's not going to last as long as it should. So looking at ourselves, listening to ourselves are important uh, acts of maintenance in our Christian walk. We looked at capital A, our lifestyle and our doctrine, 1 Timothy 4 and 16, Titus 1 and 9. We looked at capital B in our outline. Great cloud of witness. Keep in mind that we are constantly being watched and monitored. Hebrew 12 and 1, 1 Timothy 6 and 12, capital C. We looked at yesterday. You see this and not that. Want to be careful with blindness, spiritual blindness. You know, even in in driving a vehicle, you know, when we sometimes are, are looking back, just about every vehicle has a blind spot. You know, you may when you looked over from what you saw, it was clear, but you didn't know that another vehicle was in your blind spot. Well, the same way there are blind spots in our natural uh, life or our natural vision. There are blind spots in our spiritual walks, things that we just not seeing. Jesus would have to deal with his disciples constantly about blind spots that they would be having. He'd be talking about one thing, they wouldn't see it. He'd be like, that's enough. He'd be talking about, you know, false teaching. They think he's talking about because... Uh, they didn't bring any bread on the trip, or all kind of stuff. And they, they, these are blind spots. So what, what happens, just as in the natural, if you can look at things from various vantage points, that's why, you know, you just look in your rearview mirror and you see. Well, you, there's some things you can't see, but then if you look in your side mirrors, okay, now what, what have you done? You've looked at the same situation from a different vantage point. So it is in our Christian walk. There are times we've got to look at the same situation from a different vantage point. The Lord did that with David. When the Lord sent his prophet, David committed sin with Bathsheba, had her husband killed. The Lord sent uh, the prophet to David to describe it like it was somebody else. David was hot. And the prophet told him, you the man. No. You the one that, that, really, that really did this. As long as it was looked like it was somebody else, that the Lord was talking about or that the prophet was talking about. David was angry. You know, the man who did this deserves to die. The prophet told him, you the man. 
which is exactly what you have done. So, you know, a lot of times we want to be careful because when things happen, when other things happen, when other people make mistakes, we cry out for, for justice. But then when we be caught up in something crazy, we're crying out for mercy. Well, the same way we want mercy for ourselves, when we get caught up in some craziness, then we need to uh, uh, operate and look to try to bring mercy for those others who get caught up in situations. You see this, but you don't see that. Matthew 16 and 3, Mark 7 and 9, and it brings us on down to capital D. The Lord hit me with this this morning. He said, you think this, but you don't think that? You think this, but you don't think that? We're going to look at Matthew chapter 12. Verse 25, Matthew chapter 12, verse 25. From the New International Version, our scripture reads, Jesus knew their thoughts and said to them, every kingdom divided against itself will be ruined. And every city or household divided against itself will not stand. Verse 26, if Satan drives out Satan, he's divided against himself. How then can his kingdom stand? And if I drive out demons by Beelzebub, by whom do your people drive them out? So then they will be your judges. But if I drive out demons by the Spirit of God, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. Capital D. You think this, but you don't think that? Let us pray. Father, in Jesus' mighty name, we pray. We thank you today, Father, for another beautiful day. Birds are singing. The wind is blowing. The sun is shining. These things, Father, that you do for us on a regular basis, if we are not very careful, if we are not very sensitive, we can take these things for granted. But, Father, we want to let you to know now that you have done great things. We appreciate you, we recognize you, we reverence you. We start our day with hearts filled with thanksgiving and praise, for you alone are worthy from the rising of the sun to the going down of the same. We thank you, Father, for life, health, strength, food on our tables. We thank you for rain. We thank you for not dealing with us, Father, as our sins and iniquities deserve. We thank you for patience kindness, the fruit of your spirit manifested on us, your little children. Father, we even thank you for your patience with the unsaved world. And just as you were patient in order for us to be brought into your family, you are patient with others because the total number of those to be saved has not yet been reached. We thank you, Father, for so, so many things. You know everything. You can do anything you want to do. We thank you for Choosing us, Father, before the foundations of the earth were ever laid to be members of your holy family. We ask, Father, that you will speak to us today. Uh, let us hear from on high. Let us hear from your storehouse of wisdom that your people, wherever they may be, whatever season they may be in in their life, whatever they may be going through, speak a word, Father, that will edify, encourage, strengthen, enlighten. Give hope to the hopeless, uh, freedom to the to the prisoner, Father, and whatever else you have 
destined and designed your word to do in the lives of your people. May it be done. In Jesus' mighty and glorious name we pray. Amen and amen. You think this, but not that. Child of God, you're not getting any more Holy Spirit. Child of God, I'm talking to. God saved us. He filled us with the Holy Spirit. You're not getting no more Holy Spirit. You give it up. Give up them prayers. Father, more of your spirit. More of your You can cut that out. You ain't get no more. You're already full of the Holy Spirit. Problem with us as children of God is not in a lack of Holy Spirit. Rather, the problem in us is at times a lack in not listening to, not being sensitive to, not waiting on, not trusting the Holy Spirit that is already in us. We're not getting any more. For us as children of God, the transformation that God wants to take place in us now is not a so much a spiritual transformation. That has already taken place. Now it is a mind transformation. You say, Apostle, what's driving that? Well, you know, you all can't see this chart. Got a Holy Spirit right at the center. Human spirit wrapped around him, soul wrapped around him, and body wrapped around all of it. Well, before we were saved, Satan was right here at the the, the center of our of our being. All right, and we were doing. That's why we were doing evil. When we were listening to him, he was passing his instructions down to our spirit. Our soul was taking it, telling our body to do it, and we were doing evil. Well, now that God's Holy Spirit is in us. And he's passing his instructions down to our human spirit on a, on a regular basis. It's now our soul, our soul, the part of us that makes the choice, the part of us that makes the decision, the part of us that can still say, yes, Lord, or no, Lord. The part of us that can say, yes, yes, Lord, yes, amen, Lord, or the part of us, like Peter on the roof that was saying, surely not, Lord. Peter was saved then. Lord telling him, get up, Peter, kill and eat. He was like, nah, 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 surely not. Sure, no, 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 Lord, uh-uh. Not me. Uh, who, who? See. So what happened? The transformation now. God said, be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. God said, there's no problem with my mind. There's no problem with my spirit. You know, my spirit has now filled your spirit. There's no problem even with your spirit. The problem now with your mind, with our mind. Be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Now you say, Apostle, how do we do this? Well, you can't, you can't have your mind renewed without the new mind of the Holy Spirit being placed in you. All right? Now, if you've got some old tires on your car, they can, you can take them in. They can retread them. Remember they used to make retreads? I don't think they're doing that anymore. They used to retread tires. Take your old worn-out tires and, and basically wrap them up in some, some more new tread. Man, that was one of the most dangerous things because by the point, you drive them down, and that, that, that retread will come apart from the old tire. Man, it's done that on some of my cars, man, like the total fender off. You think a bomb has exploded. I don't think they do it anymore. I'm not sure. I don't know if they still retread. Well, retread don't make new tires. It's just an old tire wrapped up 
in some new tire stuff, but they're still old tires. In order to get new tires, you've got to go in and have them old tires taken what? Off and some new tires they put on. God is not trying to retread us. Talking about new creation. He wants us to he wants us to be new creations. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things have passed away. And behold, all things become new. So God be sitting back saying, now that we have the Holy Spirit, God be saying to some of us, why are you still thinking like you used to think before you had the Holy Spirit? Why are you still looking at things like you used to look at things before you had the Holy Spirit? Why are you still talking about things the way you used to talk about things before you had the Holy Spirit? New wine. Come on, somebody. It's for new wine skin. New wine is the Holy Spirit. The new wine skin, it needs to be our mind. New Holy, we got the new Holy Spirit in us. Now we need to be, we need to be operating in a new mind. A frustrating place is to have the Holy Spirit and still be trying to operate in the old mind. That's a, that's a place of butt whooping. The saints is hollering continuously and steadfast. New wine. It's for new wine. See, the problem, and the Lord is doing me, and I don't even know what he's going to say yet, but he, he's bringing out something. I don't know what he's going to say. I got to wait for him, too. The problem, Robert, with new wine and an old wine skin is that new wine do some things that an old wine skin can't handle. The Lord just gave me that. New wine. You say, Apostle, what's driving that? God said, Robert, my Holy Spirit will do some things inside my people that their old mind can't handle. Good God in this place. That's fresh bread. I didn't know what the Lord was going to say. I just had to wait for him. You say, Apostle, what are you saying now? I sound like you're saying something. No, you got to hear what God is saying. He don't need you and me to still be trying to think. He don't need you and me to still be trying to figure. He don't need you and me to still be trying to I reckon. And that's where we get, that's where we get in trouble with the Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost say, I got everything figured out. Holy Ghost say, I know how the ticket's going to be bought, Robert. Didn't I tell you to go? Yeah, all right. Well, then let me have the thing. God said, I already know. I already know where you're going to get a job. What are you worried about? I already know where you're going to stay. God said, what are you worried about? God already got this thing figured out. Now, what we will, all we need to do is stay sensitive to him, stay close to him, keep doing the things that are pleasing in his sight, and he'll reveal it to us after a while. Oh, man, we're about done today. No need to be here all day with this. You think this, but not that. See, 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 God said there's a conflict between, see, God said this is why the problem with it. We're back to new wine and, and an old wine skin. New wine got a way that it do after time. Old wine skin can't handle none of that. One of the things says already been there, done that. What really should have happened is either you get rid of the old wine skin or you put some old wine in it and let it go on by its business. But new wine has got to have a new wine skin. Chef Austin, what's driving that now? I'll be right back to it. The Holy Ghost is in us, children of God. We got to have a new mind to, 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 to deal with this to deal with this character. Or you're gonna mess around and get yourself messed up. Old wine skin get itself messed up trying to hold some new wine. New wine be like, man, I'm bigger than this. 
old wine skin be like, I can't go no further. New wine said, well, I can't bust it all to pieces. See, that's what the Holy Ghost will do with your little thoughts. That's why you can't box God up in no little denominations. Some of y'all want to try to box God up in little denominations, in little churches, in little... You, God said you can't box me up. I'm bigger than that. Anytime, anything you try to box God up in, he's going to tear it up. You better go ahead and let God be God. Because he's going to be God anyway. You're trying to hold, hold back, hold back, hold back. Look at what happened to the Egyptians now. Going to hold back, hold back the move of God. Really? God would tear the whole nation up. They could have came out a lot less scathed if they would have got out of God's way early. Just get on out of God's way now. But God's going to do his thing with you or without you. God's going to do his thing if he got to go through you. God's going to do his thing if he got to go over you. God's going to do his thing. It's about like trying to hold back a flood. You sat there. I remember once I was... You know, they used to take us to, uh, Lord, it's freshness in my spirit. The boys laughed so hard. The boys, they used to take us, you know, out of the city and take us up in the mountains in, of, New, of uh, New York for summer camp. We'd be all up two weeks. We'd go spend two weeks up in the, out in the woods in New York, kind of like uh, Friday the 13th looking stuff when I think back. In fact, I remember I used to say when I first saw Friday the 13th, I said, man, that looks sure a lot like the area that uh, we used to go up in. When we were young, going to camp, come to find out, read in the credits, that it was filmed in some of the mountains up in, in, in New York and Jersey and different things. I was like, I felt, I thought so. It looked very much like places we would be all up in. But they'd take us out, have us riding horses, man. We'd be out there riding horses, riding on mini bikes, going across rope bridges, canyons, and all kind of stuff, all adventure stuff. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we were going on one hike one time. You know, we about... I guess 12, 13 years old, and we have our, our guides, our, our squad leaders or the, the the camp counselors. They used to catch me 17, 18, maybe on break from college or whatever, or, you know, and they would be leading us. So we all out, I mean, we hiking all through the woods. We all crossing the rope bridge, going across the canyon. Over, I, I, I don't know if they even allow that kind of stuff with children nowadays because that was, you know, it was dangerous little stuff we were doing. But we hiked and hiked for miles and miles going on the trail and got to the place where they said we were going to get to take, take a rest break. Oh, we had to bring our swimming trunks, swimming suits, because we were going to swim right there in the river. We was out there. It was hot. We were sweating. But we got to the place. Me and some of my boys, Court and Greg, we were like, yeah, man, let's get in, jump in this river, man. Cool off a little bit before we got to do the rest of the hike. You, get, you know, get your little lunch and whatever. So I had got right in the middle of the river. The water was flowing. <laughs> And I'm standing there in the river with my arms out on the side, and I'm pushing back the other way just as hard as I can against the river. And one of the counselors hollered out, Yo, Rob, no matter how hard you try, you're not going to make that river go back the other way. Oh, the boys felt like that thing was so funny. And there was a lot of truth in it. You know, I mean, that ain't what I was trying to do. I was just enjoying the water. But, you know, to them, it looked like I was trying to force the river to go back the other way. You said, Apostle. I said, Apostle, Apostle, what you got now? No matter how hard you try, you are not going to be able to contain and stop the move of the Spirit of God. No more than I could stop that river. You know, that, that river, to that river, I just assume not even what? Been there. Now, let's say I was trying to stop it. Let's say I was trying to, 
Oh, man. Uh-uh. It ain't going to work. So it is with the Holy Spirit. Gamaliel said something real profound when they were trying to stop the early apostles from preaching and teaching in the name of Jesus and all this kind of thing. Gamaliel, they wanted to beat the apostles. They wanted to do all kinds of things. Gamaliel said, hold up, hold up, hold up. Let me talk to y'all for a minute. Gamaliel was like a, a well-respected rabbi in the early, early, early first century. He said, look, let me, in regards to these men right here, now, everybody know they done performed a miracle. They had just performed a miracle. Everybody was all excited. Everybody, Gamaliel, they want to beat them. Let's beat them. Let's do something terrible. Let's do, let's hurt them. Gamaliel said, come here. Let me, tell, let me talk to y'all. Let me holler at y'all. Look here. Took them outside. See the apostles inside. So look, if these men's purpose or activity is of human origin, they'll fail. It'll fall apart. You know, I'm having a paraphrase a little bit. He said, but if it is not, you will only find yourself fighting against God. In other words, he said, look, leave these men alone. If you don't know whether or not somebody is moving with God or not, leave that alone. I, I encourage you. Before you mess around and be them blasphemy, before you don't mess around and do something, if you don't know, leave it alone. Now, if God revealed to you this, then that's all. But if you don't know, leave it alone. You just, just try to focus in on doing what God told you. Because any purpose or activity that's of human origin, it ain't gonna, it ain't gonna, it's not going to last anyway. It's going gonna, it's gonna to crash and burn anyway. It'll fail anyway. But if not, and that's what Jesus, in essence, asked, asked these individuals here that thought, felt like he was driving out demons by Beelzebub. Look at look at what it says in verse 28. He said, now, if I drive out demons, we'll go to verse 27. He said, Jesus said, if I drive out demons by Beelzebub, who then do you people, you, your people drive them out? So then they will be your judges. But then he said in verse 28, but if I'm driving out demons by the Spirit of God, let's just suppose that I'm really driving out demons by the Spirit of God then that means that the kingdom of God has come upon you. That means that all of this kicking, watch this now, what are we talking about? You think this, but not that. That means that all of this kicking, all of this fighting, all of this refusal to support, all, that means you've been doing all of that to God. Something to think about. Something to think about. Some of you all that, that tune into this broadcast, I mean, feel like you know you just watch, you just watch. You don't know either way, or you just you just watch. If my purpose or activity is of human origin, it'll fail. You ain't got to worry about it. You ain't got to come against it. It'll fall apart on its own at the seams. But if it is not, if it's not human origin, if it's God that is using me, we just suppose, and we just kind of. We just kind of spitballing. Jesus said, "We just kind of spitballing here." But if it is unctioned by the Spirit and the power of God, then all of what you have done or have not done, you have done unto unto God. All of your support has been a support of the work of God. All of your lack of support has been a lack of support. For the work of God. 
all of your prayers for this ministry and prayers for this work, you're praying for the will of God, and all of your backbiting and evil speaking has been it. If it's from God, then what you have done has been done to God. So we want to watch ourselves, children of God. Watch ourselves. Because stinking thinking, that's what, that's what messes us up now as children of God. Thinking, thinking. See, before, before a, a sin can manifest, there's a thought process that goes in. It's thought process. Thoughts. Whatever the behavior is you see out of people is motivated by some, some thinking. It's motivated by thought process. Start with imaginations, which are mental pictures. They graduate to thoughts, which are moving mental pictures. Thoughts graduate to actions, which are performed thoughts. Actions graduate to, to habits, which are regular uh, actions. And habits graduate and make up our behavior. So God wants to, to in, in changing us now, he wants to work on our imaginations and thoughts. Imagination. What are you seeing in your mind? What are you picturing in your mind? People that are successful, it's because they see themselves successful. In their mind, David saw himself bringing Goliath down. You, y'all could talk all day. Y'all could run all day. David saw himself bringing down Goliath in the name of the Lord. Joseph, y'all, Joseph said to his family, look, y'all can talk all day, put me in a cistern, treat me any kind of way. But Joseph saw himself with his family bowed down to him. So he even told his parents, y'all too. Father was like, are we, if me and your mother going to bow down? Joseph was like, look, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. And sure enough, so see your, look, you got the right to see yourself any way you want to see yourself. You can see yourself as less than, you can see yourself as a victim, you can see, or you can be bold enough to see yourself like God sees you. Now, you ain't going to be able to do that without, without knowing what God has said. Because in order to see yourself like God sees you, you got to know well, how God, the Lord, how you see me. Ask God, Lord, how you see me? I don't care. Don't anybody think about what my wife say? Anybody think about what my children say? My parents say? My brother and sister? Lord, how you see me? See, then that's still all kind of dispute. That's still all kind of dispute. People can, people let, look, let people run their mouth. Let God run your, run your, run your business. Let people run their mouth. People, some people saw Jesus as Beelzebub. Back at the scripture. Look at, look at, look at, look at our scripture. Look how the Holy Ghost is keeping us. The Bible says in verse 22, they brought a demon-possessed man who was blind and mute, healed him, that he could both talk and see. All the people were astonished and said, could this be the son of David? But when the Pharisees heard this, they said, it is only Beelzebub, the prince of the demons, that this fellow drives out demons. Hey, this up. God don't work the miracle right in front of your face, and you talking this this particular brand. Of... So you had you had folk that saw Jesus all kind of different ways. None of that matters. God said, "Look, this is my beloved son, in whom I'm well pleased." Listen to him. Say, Apostle, what you trying to say? Our pastor don't make 
people say about your ministry, what is God saying about it? God, it don't make no difference what people say about your spiritual gift. What has God said about it? Hey, people, who is people? Who is people? Like people got a heaven or a hell to put you in. People. Listen, I understand what y'all is. Because I understand what I am. A vessel that get used by God and sometimes be used by the devil. Let's go on and be honest. We can talk with family. That's what y'all is, vessels. See God operating through you sometimes? You see the devil operating through you sometimes. Vessel. That might be that's what I start calling y'all. Uh, be like, uh, greetings, vessels, in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. <laughs> One of the things is that we sound like an alien. That's what we are. We're vessels. Being used by God. Being or he's being used by the devil. Carcass. I'll start calling y'all carcasses. I ain't going to go that far. So, and this is why Jesus, look, now this is why he blasts these Pharisees and he has to blast these, these scribes and teachers of the law and different things because they kept right on letting the devil use them. Kept right on letting the devil get all in their mind. And that mess will be jumping up out of their mouth. Because if you let the devil jump in your mind, it ain't just a matter of time before he jump out in your mouth. You think this, but not that. Now, the that in our in context is the people were saying, see, the people weren't quite sure. And neither were the Pharisees. They were just saying it with more conviction. Pharisees didn't know who Jesus was. You, you say, you say, Apostle, you got some jokers that don't know something, but they'll say it with so much conviction that they have you believing it. <laughs> oh, that's why around here at the Christian Center we thank God for smartphones. But we got some characters, man, that will that will share <laughs> that smartphone settled the story on that right there. Joker be like, no, no, no. War 1812 was not actually in 1812 was actually, uh, let, 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 let check the smartphone. Let's check the smartphone now. Saying it with conviction, don't make it right. Believing it is real, real strong. Don't make it right. The people were like, look, now, I don't know, man. Uh, I know, I know I'm astonished. I ain't never seen that. I, st- I wonder if this could be the son of David. Could this be the one that is script- But then the Pharisees come in and say, oh, it's, all, it's by Beelzebub. It's by Beelzebub. By the prince of the demons. Hmm. The Pharisees are like, ah, ain't no son of David. Ain't no Messiah. Ain't no Christ. It is the demon. It's the devil. It's the devil. You're casting out the devil by the devil. Jesus said, say what? Do that even make sense? What would Satan look like whooping his own hind? I've seen folk whooping their own hind. It's not a, it's not a good look. It's got, you've got religious, religious uh, sex. Who? Monks, certain, certain, certain monks. Not, not just, certain monks. Be all out there marching through the street. 
got to whip, be whipping their own hind and stuff. I'd be like, man, you know, I don't just, I don't roll like that right there. Jesus knew their thoughts. Jesus know your thoughts. Jesus know my thoughts. And that's why we, we, you know, Jesus will rebuke our thoughts just as quick as he'll rebuke our words. Think something crazy. The Lord, he'll, he'll rebuke that. Think something crazy if you want to. Think, ah, uh, that's just my little private thought. Uh-uh, there's no private thoughts. Jesus knew their thoughts and said, every kingdom divided against itself will be ruined. Every city or household divided against itself will not stand. If Satan is driving out Satan, he's divided against himself. How can his kingdom stand? And if I drive out demons by Beelzebub, who then do you people drive them out? Uh-huh. Yeah, answer that one. So then they will be your judges. But if and this is this is the one that this is the one that that just kind of sticks with me here. But if I drive out demons by the Spirit of God. Now this is this kind of this here reminds me of 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 something that I think I've shared with you all a number of times. I'd rather live for God. And find out at the end of the day there was not one. Then to not live for God and to find out at the end of the day that there is one. Jesus said, now what if? Now he already know who he is. And just like I already know there is a God. Some of you all out there on the fence, man. Just like the people in, in Elijah's day. You don't know whether Baal is God or whether God is God. You don't know whether Allah is God or whether Zeus is God. Some of y'all worshiping turnips and going to carry Hey, look, look. I done been all down that road, too. But Jesus said, look, if, let's just say, for conversation's sake, that I'm driving out demons by the Spirit of God. Jesus said, if that is really, then where does that leave you? For those of you out there under the sound of my voice, you don't believe it, you don't know whether there is a God or there ain't a God, what if there is? Well, I already know there is. You, you're the one that, that's teetering and tottering, some of you all out there. What if there is? Where does that leave you? And the way you have lived, and the way you have done, and the way you, where does that leave you? It's better to live for God and let, and let it be not one. That's it. Just, just don't be now. Okay, all right. Aha. End of the day, we just die and just go back to the dust, and that is. Which I know ain't true. But that would be better to live for God and that be the end than to haul off in this life so I ain't living for God and then come at the end of the day and you got to stand before God and give an account of the deeds that you've done. He's looking at you with eyes of, of blazing fire. Earth and sky fled from his presence. And there's no longer any sea. Mama can't help you. Daddy can't help you. Pastor can't say nothing. Just you and God. And here is your eternity. Your eternity. Oh, right over there, like a fire now. I'm burning off. A whole bunch of folks hollering. And God looking at you. So what he going to do with you? And now it's you starting to get the picture of what he can ready to do with you. Ain't a good look. Ain't a good look. Grandfather used to have a saying, and a lot of a lot of truth in it. I found it to be a blessing to me in in more situations than one. It's better to have it and don't need it than to need it and don't have it. Better to have it. How many better to have ten thousand dollars in the bank and never have to spend it than to mess around and something come and somebody be like, need ten thousand dollars and you ain't got nothing. 
be having to 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 chastise one of those things around here a little bit, right today behind that. Better to have it, whatever it is, and not need it, mm-mm, mm-mm. than to need it. I really need, but I ain't got it. Better to have a relationship with God and find out at the end of the day, nah, I didn't need that, than to not have a relationship with God and then at the end of the day find out that you needed it. Father, in Jesus' name. We thank you. We praise you. We give you the glory. For your subtopics today, you think this but not that, help us fix our thinking, Father, that we may not only think, but that we may speak and do the things that are pleasing in your sight. We give you glory today. We trust, Father, that someone has been edified under the sound of my voice. Someone has been strengthened, encouraged. Someone's eyes have come open today in the name of Jesus. Someone has learned something about the kingdom that they didn't previously know. We give you all glory, Father. We present the honor, the glory. It all belongs to you. I pray, Father, you continue to watch over us as we part from this house of worship. And may the grace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, the love of God, the sweet fellowship of his Holy Spirit, rest rule and abide henceforth, now and forevermore. Surely, children of God, goodness and mercy will follow us all the days of our lives. And we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen and amen. Let's get a couple of questions here. What's the significance of you thinking this but not that? What's the significance of you thinking this and not that? Question two, how do you explain stinking thinking? How do you explain it? What what, what do you see stinking thinking as being? And question three, what are some things that are better to have and don't need than to need and don't have? What are some things? Just, you know, what are some things? All right, Saints, uh, we'll close out here. Uh, donations can be sent by using the TalkShoe homepage or our church website. Lord willing, we'll be off to Ghana in the next uh, few days for missionary programs in Ghana, uh, Nigeria, Liberia, and possibly South Africa. Uh, please feel free to contribute to uh, the spreading of the gospel of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. God bless each of you. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.